Hi, and welcome to Bloom Notes in Bloom. I'm Jen Lafrette. I'm a writer, author, and the founder of Write Current. I write and publish soothing and supportive life enhancement guided reflection journals, digital art prints, and programs that help women 25 to 65 plus get out of their heads and into their hearts with words that matter. Your vision is yours alone. When I chose to release everything that wasn't a match to my values or goals, I allowed myself to align with what was in harmony with them. In the renewal of that moment, I remembered that my vision was indeed mine alone. Not only that, but I knew that it was now and always had been worthy. The gift of space within the pages of my journal allowed me to uncover that awareness and reclaim it. I now know that it was all within me. I only had to look. If you're looking to reconnect, reclaim and celebrate your sense of self one moment at a time, then you're in the right place. My goal with this podcast is to help you navigate this season of your life with soothing and supportive conversations to guide you as you root in your sense of self and bloom within. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome everyone to the Bloom Notes and Bloom podcast. I'm so excited today to bring you Karen McIntosh. Karen is a certified makeup artist, esthetician, skincare therapist, and an award-winning multi-passionate entrepreneur. She's been a leader in the beauty industry for over 20 years, specializing in makeup, hair, aesthetics, and Reiki energy healing with her passion for a holistic approach to beauty. Karen and her work have been featured on Rogers TV, Slice, Hitch Wedding Magazine, The Wedding Ring Magazine, and various online wedding publications. Karen, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited that you're here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) And I'm in the month of February, the journey of the podcast our listeners have been on is really that journey of uh, self-acceptance and self-love and, you know, coming off Valentine's day, adding a little bit of self-romance in there as well, knowing that it just, that comes from within. So last week's episode was all about uh, self-acceptance and self-respect. And so that's why I'm so excited to talk to you today, because in your work for the past two decades, you know, you see women and, and help women to reconnect to that sense of self-love and acceptance in themselves. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Um, it's always, uh, it's always nice to like, um, go get pampered, whether that be your nails, your feet, um, a facial massage, or even like getting your makeup and your hair done, um, I, I, I like it. I love it. And I, I see the smiles of like my clients or other people posting, they went and got it done from somewhere. Um, so it's, it's really amazing to get those things done. And, uh, even around Valentine's day, just like a little pick me up to go get something done, even if it's for yourself, like if you're not in a relationship, like I'm single, um, and I'm still going to like, you know, I love Valentine's day. So it doesn't, it's not always about like people in a relationship. It's, it's about love in general. And like, 
um, for your kids, like, so get your kids stuff or like yourself something. And even if you are in a relationship, like do something nice for your partner. Um, and I also feel like it's about inner too, not just about the outer where you are getting pampered. Um, like a self like love journey as well. So even like writing a love letter to yourself or writing things in there that you love about yourself, like 10 things, looking in the mirror and saying, I love you, um, buying yourself flowers, you know, or a purse, whatever, because everyone's different of what they like to do for themselves or going in a dead sea salt bath with my favorite is white tea and ginger that scent with dead sea salts like mm. i could be feeling crappy that day and like down and out but when i go on that bath like i feel like that negative crappy energy goes off me because mm -hmm. the dead sea salts really help like get rid of the negative energy and then that smell is just it's uplifting. So pick a nice scent, get an Epsom salt bath or Dead Sea salt, or even Himalayan salts is really nice too. Then light a candle and then read your book. Like, you know? Yeah, no, there's so much there. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's like, and this is the thing. So February 15th, Tuesday, February 15th, everyone's tuning in. And I think there's so much pressure from the media, from society, from social media, for sure, about Valentine's Day and what that needs to look like or feel like. And I think, you know, perhaps people tuning in, you know, you may have had the day that you wanted, you may have had uh, some disappointment that day. But I think what's so important and Karen, you just really hit the nail on the head is, you know, that we get to choose that, what that self-love journey looks like. And we get to choose how we want the, our days to unfold, that it's not just one day a year, you know, that it's about creating these little moments for ourselves and knowing and reconnecting, well, what do I need in this moment? You know, and but and the bath is very grounding being in the water with the salt, you know, and then activating the five senses, right? When you activate the five senses, you're adding those scents in, right? The texture on your skin, the touch and all of these different things that can really shift your energy, right? Like Karen said, it can uplift you. Mm -hmm. And it's about, you know, how choosing, how do you want to feel you know, and, and I love that you said that Karen and I are both single at the recording of this uh, podcast and proudly. And um, because again, like, you know, single and happy, you know, it's not about being in, it's not about seeking that happiness outside of yourself. It's really like understanding that self-love piece, acceptance, respect, love for yourself. And knowing that that it's ours alone. Right. And it's a gift that we can share with other people. And for me, I like Karen look at Valentine's day differently in the sense of, I look at it as a day to celebrate all of the different types of love in my life, you know? And when I like redefined that for myself, I found that there was far more love 
around me to celebrate than when I chose to limit that to mean romantic partnership only, you know, and, and yeah, yeah. I think, uh, well, that's how I used to look at it because, you know, you'd watch those movies that it's all about the partners. You never see it about like the family or yourself. And yeah, I redefine that as well. Um, as years went on and I'm like, why does it need to be about like couples? Why can't it just be about, you know, your kids or yourself even like, you know what I mean? So, um, cause yourself is pretty important too, you know? So like you have to like fill your cup up first anyway. So why not start, you know, with that day too, like. That, that's just it, right? I mean, the better that I've come to love myself, the better I've allowed myself to receive that love from others. You know, in the past, when I wasn't accepting of myself, didn't love myself, you know, that kind of radiated out and was reflected back to me in my friendships and relationships with family and even like, you know, partners. And it was realizing, oh, wait a minute, I get to choose, you know, I can choose to care about myself. I can choose to love myself. And, you know, it's not about just these great declarations of I love myself now. Well, it takes time, right? It's it's the desire. If you have, if you're listening and you have that desire to have a better relationship with yourself, know that that's enough to start right? That that's where it starts. It's that desire. And then it's that, what's that next right step for you, right? It's, it's coming to, for me, it was coming to, you know, understand, well, what do I even like anymore? Because, you know, I was so taking away all the parts of me to fit in a partnership that wasn't even working. Right. So it was like, okay, well, that's been released now, So now what, what, what does Jen want? Like reclaim, reconnecting to me, reclaiming myself, um, and, and doing things that I enjoy. So last Valentine's day. So the first Valentine's day, I was single after divorce. I bought myself flowers and Mm -hmm. I remember I said, don't write anything on the card. It's okay. I don't need it. They're it's just for me. So they came, they're beautiful, nothing on the card. And then I received some from my boyfriend, beautiful message. And then it was funny because in 2021, this pat like last year, I had the opportunity again to be single and buy myself flowers and have them delivered on Valentine's day, upgraded it with chocolate delivery this year, which was amazing. And I said the message on the card, I love you just as you are because I thought I need to receive my own words Mm -hmm. you know because we're so great at like um telling other people right but sometimes we don't like tell ourselves (laughs) yeah because we think you know so often it's easy to say oh well it's just for me You know, I mean, Karen, how many people buy themselves gift certificates for themselves and say, don't write anything on it. It's just for me. Right. Like, (laughs) or they might buy something from you and they say, oh, it's just for me. I don't need that message. 
you know, but we do need the message. We need to allow ourselves to receive that love and care. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Definitely. We definitely need love and care. Um, we all do men and women, like Mm -hmm. we all do. And, um, even like, just say your Valentine's day maybe wasn't so great. Um, just think about like everything in your life that you're like grateful for and write that down. So then you can start to change your mindset. And then maybe for the next Valentine's leading up to that, write down like what you're grateful for, what you love about yourself. Think about how you would love to spend your Valentine's day, even if it's just you or Mm -hmm. in a relationship, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just give yourself love. That's right. And often with gratitude, I talk to people about gratitude a lot and there's that grad. So with gratitude, there's often forgiveness. It dances with forgiveness and grief, right? (laughs) It really does. So there's those moments of if you're, you know, it's a challenge to access the gratitude around that, you know, asking yourself, where's grief lingering here? Where is there an edge of forgiveness, right? Because maybe in the past, maybe you knew what you wanted, but you didn't let yourself express it. And then it didn't arrive the way you wanted, right? So forgiving yourself that Karen's smiling right now. So I feel like some truth is coming up. <laughs> some things are bubbling up, but no, it is like just knowing that, you know, and, and knowing that you can create even what, in a partnership or not, how do you want your day to unfold and give yourself those gifts, right? Gift it mm-hmm. to yourself. I mean, flowers, like, oh, we all know the types of flowers we love, right? Mm-hmm. We know exactly what we like. So let yourself buy them. Well, exactly. Right. So you sh- it's all about, you should love yourself, like fill your cup and yourself, as I said before, and um, even feeling like how you want to feel that day way before it comes. Mm-hmm. It's all about the power of manifestation, right? Like in your mindset and how, how you want to feel, right? Even like, maybe cook yourself a meal like I'm not into like if it was me I'd just order in my favorite meal but some people absolutely love to cook so pick out like a favorite recipe or something like that cook it for yourself if you have kids too or like you and your partner like cook together or something yeah make it fun like how can how can you make it a fun thing for yourself how can you bring that little extra joy to it, you know, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm with Karen on the idea of, I like, how do you want to feel and, and setting yourself up to feel that way, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, last Valentine's day, I knew that I wanted the flowers. So I ordered the flowers and I waited until the last second, like the deadline cut off. Cause at first I thought, well, I don't really need them. And then I was like, yeah, you do. You're going to call and order them and with the chocolate. And then, you know, I went and did float therapy in the afternoon because I really oh. enjoyed that. And that and yeah. I feel peace and ease. And that's what yeah. I felt that day. Yeah, that so that goes to what you said, your five senses again, right? Like feeling the water, 
um, smelling the roses, feeling the roses and seeing the roses, seeing the water, like, you know, so yeah, and maybe do something that touches all those like five senses, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. yeah. No, that's more special. Yeah. And I find, yeah, what you did there, going in float therapy. Yeah. It's very distressing. It's very peaceful. Like I find water really healing. So that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just wonderful. <laughs> and and the other thing that I love, Karen, that you do, because once you do have women come to you there, you, you know, you have your, your approach is so unique with, you know, bringing the Reiki energy in and just, you know, your whole movement around love you be you with your makeup. Right. And really like helping women to access like how they want to feel. Mm -hmm. you know, and that's just something that I think we don't often think of when we think of makeup and cosmetics and that message. And yeah, I would just love to hear more about that and how, you know, that supports women as well as they're like, you know, making their choices to show themselves that love and care. Cause you're yeah. showing women love and care all the time. Like that's yeah. what you really do. Well, I just want people to feel like amazing inside and out and feel that love for themselves and be that strength for themselves. Like I want them to feel compassion toward themselves and stuff like that. Um, and where it all stems from, because um, yeah, when I was younger, I, um, my dad and I didn't really get along. Like he didn't know how to show emotional towards me. Right. So I, over the years, I showed that to myself. I learned to do that myself and like learn tools and, and, and stuff like that. And uh, went on a self-love journey. So with that, I brought that into my business because I want, everyone else to feel like you know loved and emotionally connected and like compassion again kindness for yourself and reiki is energy it's love reiki is universal love and reiki is great to do when like you went through a breakup or you're feeling like clumsy really clumsy that week or you're under amount of stress or have a headache and um, I just find Reiki feels absolutely amazing. Like you can feel that love and that balance through your chakras. And um, even I'll incorporate that in my products. Like I'll infuse that into my makeup because I want people to feel, you know, that love and that support, you know. And I find um, even just you know, if you haven't worn makeup for a while, like just put some on, even if you're just going out the house to the grocery store, you know, just as a little pick me up, because as you know, going through this pandemic and things being shut down, it's nice to just do something little for yourself, you know, mm -hmm. like a pick me up and um, yeah, and just uh, feeling really good. Mm -hmm. so, Cause it's really hard going through this pandemic for 
uh, quite a lot of people, including kids as well. So even, you know, teaching the kids about um, loving themselves and compassion for themselves and stuff like that, right? So. Yeah, no, this is definitely uh, love and compassion has been a lesson in all of this, you know, and it's really uh, the demands on people to really reconnect to themselves because it's really easy to get into autopilot because there's just so many different demands and changes all the time. And so I love that you are, you know, giving people this energy, you know, in the services that you provide, but also in the products, because it means that, you know, the, it's coming home with them, right. That love is coming home with them. It can be part of, you know, something that they choose to do for themselves. Maybe it's that five minutes that they spend, you know, and, um, especially, I mean, even the bath, like you said, like, I know you have so many amazing scrubs and stuff like that, that women can just give themselves more than five minutes, but just have that release and the grounding. That was something for me, especially in the beginning of my like self-love journey. I did a lot of grounding in the bathtub. And I did not know why I was like, I was in the bathtub a lot and I could not figure it out because in the past, I wasn't a bath person though. And I couldn't understand it, but I was my, I was craving grounding. That was craving at that point. Like my body just needed to ground. So I was literally grounding in the bathtub and you know, that is such an easy place to start you know, it it sure is. It's, it's amazing to start there. Yeah. It's it's such an easy start, you know, and then, you know, adding the, so the water and and the metal for grounding, but also it it elevates when you add the salt, like you said, the bath salts, and then you add the scent in. Right. And so we are constantly, you know, if you get cut, what, scent is so powerful. And I mean, Karen knows this because she works, it's very knowledgeable and trained in all the sense, but it's about, it creates an anchor, right? So it creates an anchor. When you smell that it creates that, um, anchor in your body of relaxation, right? So if you're, if you're choosing a bath salt, that's uplifting, you know, you're going to be about to have the uplifting, relaxing experience. It almost lets your body die. Oh yeah, for sure. Even with the white tea and ginger scent, like I feel like romance or love. It's just that kind of scent. Like, and it makes me smile like when you smell it. So yeah, scents are really important. And I find like, yeah, people love different scents. Not everyone is the same. So just find a few that you really love and whatever makes your heart sing, you know? (laughs) It's true. It really is different for everybody. And that's part of reconnecting to yourself and knowing yourself is what does this scent activate in you? Right. Yeah. You know, I know Karen has a, a plethora of scents to choose from, but you know, you have some that are those fresh scents when you want to be a little bit more activated and uplifted Mm -hmm. and have like the romantic soft scents, 
you know, the activate peace and ease, you know, there's so many different things that you can use to support yourself and use to really, you know, ground in that loving energy and, and really give yourself that care and compassion because when you give yourself and, and be prepared when you're in the bath, you know, and the release comes, tears may flow because you are in that state of receiving and allowing yourself to receive that love and in that moment to release and renew, right? Within mm-hmm. yourself. And, and also it's that acknowledgement and let them flow and just the acknowledgement that you're giving yourself this time and that you are worthy of knowing the full extent of your love, care, and compassion. And it can be starting with something as simple as grounding. Oh, for sure. And I find uh, like lemon, orange, and peppermint very energizing. So if you want to get going, uh, lemon actually... I love that to spray around my house with some water, like essential oils, because it's so uplifting. It actually helps when you're down, like depressed, it like lifts you up. And I find um, like a lang a lang or that white teen ginger brings that sense of like romance, that love, that like peacing, like calming and lavender, of course, is like calming and de-stressing and stuff like that. And then, of course, like the pine kind of tree scents, that's not my favorite, but a lot of people do like it. So it brings that sense of like being in a forest near plants and stuff like that. So it's like refreshing and calming too. So just finding what you, you love to smell, you know? And that's the thing, like the more we reconnect to ourselves and our love and our romance and what that means for us, that's when we can share that with others, you know? Mm -hmm. So if in the past, you know, maybe someone listening wasn't as great at expressing what they needed or wanted, it weren't fully connected to it, but when you connect and you give it to yourself first, That's when it starts to radiate from the inside out. And you're able to share that with other people. You're able to express it to other people, like what you need, desire, want, because you're giving it to yourself first. So it's not an, it's no longer an unmet need because you're meeting that need for yourself. And, and for myself, anyways, that was like a big game changer for me when I, when I started to do all of that myself. I was all of a sudden able to express it much better in relationships and, and receive it. You know, it shows up when you're giving it to yourself first. Oh, for sure. Definitely. And another great thing to go along um, is meditation to back to the grounding and knowing Mm. what you want. I find guided meditation is absolutely amazing. And it helps you deal with stress better and stuff and it uplifts you and it grounds you. And it really, you know, you get to know what you really want and don't want. And uh, sometimes it's great to go in that bath with the salts and the scents and then put on your phone or whatever iPad, put on like a guided meditation and just like lay there and, you know, do a bit oh, of yeah. meditation, even five minutes. 
And that's it, right? That's it. And that's up-leveling the experience even more. It's deepening that experience, you know, because Mm -hmm. that's, and that's kind of how you get into the habit, right? You get into the habit of caring for yourself and then you start stacking those habits. So it's like, okay, I'm doing the bath. I'm reconnecting to myself. I'm showing myself the love, care, and compassion. And, you know, now I'm going to elevate that with the meditation to deepen my relaxation, right. To really reconnect, like you said, to what you want, because when we allow ourselves that silence and quiet, clarity comes right. All of a sudden we Mm -hmm. feel better. We feel more clear. We even feel more love while we're receiving meditation. Yeah. I find that. And then decluttering your house and stuff is uh, great too, to mm-hmm. get more clarity as well. And that's loving yourself too, you know, getting rid of all the extra clutter. It's true, really. Yeah. And that happens too. As you start shifting on the inside, your external shifts. So I've actually had the experience with women who've done some of the life enhancement programs that Right Current offers have started decluttering their house. And they told me this and I said, oh, that is because you're changing on the inside. But what's funny is, you know, there's no, there's no homework ever, Karen. I mean, you have the Bloom Notes journal. There's nothing in there about decluttering anything, but it's just happening on the inside because the inside is decluttering their emotions. When the emotions declutter, then all of a sudden the physical environment has to match right so then we feel to do that and so yeah for me yeah you hit the nail on the head again because yeah it started with the grounding in the bathtub and then the decluttering of the external happened naturally as a byproduct of that you know and I think that's it's funny because some people think I can't have a bath because that's a waste of my time I should (laughs) be doing the dishes, the laundry, this, that, and the other thing. But what if you allowed yourself that time, that care, compassion, and love to reconnect, and then all of your other things, you would be doing them quite quickly. Yeah, Yeah, more motivated. More motivated. Yeah, you need that peace and quiet for yourself. You can't always be like, oh, I need to do this, need to do that, need to do that not it's not good for your peace you know you need to just unwind and take a moment for yourself you know and it's it's yeah it's knowing that you don't have to earn your love care and compassion either you know we oh would, yeah we would never say to a child you have to earn your bath and yet for some reason we're trying to, do you know what I mean? Like you're, it's almost like we're saying to children, you don't have to do this. We're going to show you the love, care, and compassion, right. With your bath time. But for us, it's like, nope, that's an earned thing. You haven't yet earned that. No, like there's no, I think it's about reconnecting and realizing you don't need to earn your own love, care, and compassion. You know, you're worthy of knowing it into the full extent and it starts with these very small steps right and it's it's funny because i mean even 
you know, I'm sure there may be some people rolling their eyes about the bath that we've been talking about because the media again has kind of made that be like, just take a bath and everything will be fine. And if that's all you've gotten out of the conversation this far, you've missed the point, right? That's not what we're saying. Part of it is that time is the quiet time. It's that reconnection to yourself. You're not scrolling during that time. You know, it's not meaningless time. And I think society has made it become looked down on as meaningless time as, you know, not important time. But in reality, it's your private time. It's your private moment to reconnect to your sense of self, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's really what, you know, this conversation is about. It's that connecting to yourself, your love, your care, and your compassion, and really allowing yourself to receive that time and to recognize that it's important that you're important enough to have that time. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely. And another great thing to do is like, um, maybe like read a nice book and then a book, uh, that I first picked up my first ever self-help book is uh, Louise L. Hay, Mm -hmm. how to heal your life. I don't know if you've read that one, but it's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's great. It's really yes. a great one. As yeah. If you're listening and you've had any type of chronic illness um, or anything that's come up in the past, you know, that was kind of you, our mutual friend, you uh introduced me to that one. She couldn't believe that I hadn't read it in 2019 when we first met. And wow. yeah, I had never. And it was interesting because what I loved about it was, you know, at that point, I, I did have some chronic illness, um, things that were healing. And when I read about what the emotional connection was, it was really eye opening. And I love that she has the positive affirmations that support it. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. Cause those unreconciled emotions can really create havoc and that dis-ease in our body. And which to me just emphasizes even more how important it is to, to reconnect and to really allow yourself to feel that love. And that really is what her book is about. Uh, It's just that feeling of love for yourself. And then she really ties it all in with like the love, the acceptance, safety, you know, knowing that you're in the flow of life. Oh, for sure. Yep. And as speaking as, uh, um, the physical body, it's, it's so very true because, um, yeah, in 2020, I lost my mom January. So it'd be coming up to two years. So, um, it didn't happen till two months after my mom passed. I don't know, maybe it's because we're dealing with funeral and this and that, but, I started getting wicked, wicked heartburn and this burning in my stomach. And like, you know, I tried Tums and then after a while, it make it worse. Then I tried this other thing and that just made my heart like beat so fast. So I'm like, okay, I'm done with all these things. I need to find out 
what is going on emotionally with me? And then I read up on it. It's connected to shoving like your emotions down into your belly, not dealing with how you're feeling. So yeah, I was angry. My mom passed. I was angry that she had to have dementia uh, and stuff like that. And I was really, really sad. Like she passed, but I wasn't ready to deal with all those feelings like with her passing because it was extremely hard. Like it broke my heart into a million pieces. So then I started going on a journey of doing like working on my chakras, like doing a meditation with uh, a lady that I just searched up for the emotions and then writing out like my emotions, even talking to Michelle Skimmerger Brown. She's like, okay, this is connected with this too. So I say these affirmations and, and I just really, I really worked on it. And then eventually it just, it went away. That's fantastic. It, it went away. It was, and like, and I, I really wish a lot of people knew that because some people are taking, like, they think they have to take, you know, the medication, like every day, um, maybe they do and that's fine, but maybe it could be connected to like something mm-hmm. like, you know, that they've dealt with. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know for myself, and I mean, we're not dispelling back medical advice on here. And we've no, no, no. mentioned no. that before at the in the podcast. But um, yeah, I mean, that's really where and I, I've talked to my family doctor about this, too. Um, you know, at one point, I was I had ulcerative colitis, and I was oh, yeah. taking 14 pills a day. And yeah. I felt like crap. And, um, you know, because my opinion on it was, let me out pill this, let me out pill this. That was my strategy at 23, right. When I was diagnosed and then finally my body had had enough at 35 and, um, I, I made some big transitions. I left, uh, almost decade long teaching career in the public education system, you know, that had eroded mental emotional and physical well-being. I left a marriage, you know, and within again, nine years, not a good fit. Um, and, and it was interesting because during that time I didn't have a colitis flare up and the colitis had, you know, basically deep, deep remission. It was what they said, um, at the last appointment and, and discharged of the meds. And obviously like everyone needs to work with their healthcare providers with any medication and, you know, do not stop taking medications, please listen to your doctors. But, you know, also part of that was talking to my doctors and making a plan with them about lifestyle changes and, you know, relationship changes, you know, so that you can have the plan with your medical doctor And, you know, talk about the holistic approach as well. You know, there's naturopaths, there's so many different people. So like medical doctors, you know, they are on my healthcare team as are other resources. So it's just, you know, really important to look at the, look at yourself as the whole, the whole and how you can best support yourself, um, you know, and working with professionals in all sorts of different areas, right? Like the medical doctors and the spiritual mentors that you accessed, right? And the emotional yeah. 
um, resources as well. Like it's really, uh, really incredible. And I mean, that's why that's how journaling came about for me was, you know, want a desire to, of wanting to feel better. Um, oh, exactly. Yeah. For my emotional well being. So yeah, it's really, it really does all connect your emotions. It's so important to be, allow yourself to reconnect to that feeling of love and to really, um, that, that self care and compassion, right? Not mm-hmm. like the self care that the media just throws around. We mean like the deep care and compassion, you know, that if you're a parent that you show your children or you show your friends or loved ones, you know, giving that depth of care and compassion to yourself and letting yourself have that time and space, you know, and Karen, it's been so wonderful having you here today. (laughs) And you've given so many amazing um, recommendations of how you know, women can give themselves that time, you know, whether it's reconnecting with a book or, you know, that gratitude list and, you know, giving yourself that space of grounding in, in the tub, you know, and activating the five senses. So it's just so wonderful to have had this conversation. Where can we find you online? Um, on Instagram at Lubu Makeup. Or you can find me on my website, www.lubumakeup.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bloom Notes and Bloom. Your presence and words matter. Stories connect us and are a comforting presence in every season of life. They are deeply meaningful, extraordinary, and sacred to the hearts and minds of those you choose to share them with. I'm so glad that Sharing Mine has created connections and friendships with women around the world. Your moments of joy, laughter, strength, resilience, care, and compassion are what make you interesting. Never shy away from sharing them within the privacy of your journal pages and openly with those you trust and those who are worthy of receiving them. It takes courage to live from your values. It takes courage to not settle for anything less than meaningful. It's powerful and tenacious to choose to be and live free and playful, to work from your vision and not to it. You are worthy of your desires. I'm so glad you're here. Make sure you subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, go ahead and share this episode with a friend. To share your takeaways, tag me on Instagram at bloomnotesinbloom. Want to help more women reconnect, reclaim, root, and celebrate in their sense of self with Bloom Notes in Bloom? Leave a review on your favorite listening platform. Make it a great week.